For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! $4.99. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! 
Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Everybody, listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yeah, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right, I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, let's watch full-length movies. Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye, see you next month.
hit the donate button, stream them live. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Yeah. 
You're listening to the New Balance Breakfast podcast at Mutiny Radio. I'm your one of your hosts, Stefan Aronson. I'm joined here with uh, my other hosts. Uh, I'm Jason from Great Highway, and I'm here with Corey from Silence No Good. And we've brought in a special uh, musical guest for your pleasure, for your ears to enjoy for this uh, evening. Uh, we're joined here with Sam Johnson. Hello, world. Hello, world. This is our um, first recording. We're very excited about it. Uh, it'll be an ongoing show. We'll be here every other Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. And uh, we're excited to just, like, fill your ears with the sounds of the Bay Area and, and potentially other bands that are touring through. So uh, w without further ado... Um, our goal for the next two shows is to kind of dive into the balanced breakfast of uh, September 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Thus, that's why Sam's here. Hells yeah. Uh, Sam, if you were going to like, like, if you had like a 10 second elevator pitch, so you're like, oh, we're, we're riding from floor zero or floor one up to floor four. And you're going to tell everybody, like, this is why you got to check me out. What? <laughs> I don't. Not a That's thing. four floors. It depends on how fast your elevator is. This, so this, so you're it's in one of those old crank style ones. So yeah. You, yeah. Have, you have like two minutes. And okay. And you're at Universal Records for some reason, and all of a sudden the guy you want to invest in your project steps in, and you're like, I got four floors to convince you. Oh my God, I've never thought about that before. But uh, mostly sincere, mostly sincere songwriting. I try to draw from all you know, like legit life experiences. A little hyperbole, but uh, it's all, you know, I, I consider myself a traditional songwriter at the core of it, although I do work with, like, a lot of guys that are, you know, very mainstream and up on their game as far as modern production and stuff like that. I do. I, I consider myself, like, a just, like, a regular classic songwriter. Mm. And so, like, uh, why the word regular? Because my wallet just got a little bit tighter and i was like i'm i don't have time to invest in regular man then don't have me on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> no we're at universal records right now in the elevator and i'm the ceo of like the asshole yeah then i suppose i'd ask to play them something would be the, the real way to do it let, let the music speak yeah i like that yeah I, I'm convinced. <laughs> My alter yeah. ego is still thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'll think about it for the next one. Didn't you book him for your concert already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we're role. Oh, sorry, I'm breaking character. I'm breaking we're role character. Role uh, I character. Here, so oh, that sorry. What role am I? Uh, you're <laughs> anonymous passer passerby. I'm just like Kate number one. That's like what the fuck. <laughs> How would you describe your genre, Sam? Uh, I, I describe it as singer-songwriter. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I describe it as pop acoustic. Yeah. And then I say the quintal, quintessential California sound. Ooh. I come from Los Angeles originally. Uh -huh. And down there, like the beachy vibes, the reggae vibes, Sublime was huge when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Big influence on me as well as No Doubt and stuff like that. So kind of that kind of that genre. Gotcha. Sounds, yeah. sounds. I mean, I'd, I'd go to a show at Amnesia and check them out. Yeah. I would too. Oh, <laughs> Is that genre making a comeback? I feel like people are starting to get more excited about Sublime again. You know what I'm talking about? Like Lana Del Rey just did a song with the bass player from Sublime. She just did like a remix of really. DJs, I think she did. I think it, it? <laughs> I think it's that nothing ever goes away anymore is what it really is. Like if you everything give everything five years max, it'll be back like inevitably. Right, 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 right. Well, I think it's like <laughs> 20 years later at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, thanks. I, now I feel old. No, or it's just not coming back. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Depends. Right. It's not coming back. Is there a genre that you don't want to come back? Uh, Do you guys remember when techno was like 
not cool. And then it was like super cool. I remember when techno was called techno, which <laughs> I feel like no, I feel like only like grandmas call it that now. The <laughs> pals. It's true. It's so hard to know genres. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I like electronic music. Well, what kind of electronic music do you like? I go, well, I like I like when saxophones are coming in. Well, what kind of saxophones are, are coming yeah, in? Are you for real? Fake kind, the synthesized. Yeah, of type. course, <laughs> of course. I like. The, turns out, I think I like Tropical House. Trop House? Of course you do. That sounds yeah. delicious. <laughs> Trop yeah. House. Aren't there like, f- there's three artists, right, that are actually Trop House? Or are there now there's more, huh? There's, yeah. But main ones, yeah. It just needs, it needs lots of saxophone on loop. And I'm like, yes, this is sexy. But so your stuff does have like a lot of slick production. I was just listening to it on the way over. Do you, you have a band, that like a backup band that plays with you? or? I know some cool dudes. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I, yeah. At this point, I've met some, some pretty good producers who are really up on their game. So okay. uh, I can't take credit for all of that. But uh, yeah, I'm just an acoustic guitar player. So a lot of my songs just start on the acoustic guitar in my living room. Yeah. I mean, I still record just directly to my iPhone. And how do you play live? Like when you play at Amnesia, um, are you going to play with a band? I will have a band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, My my producer, actually, Tim Vickers, uh, who's going to be a legend if he's not already kind of a legend. And then uh, my drummer, uh, Michael, will be there too. And uh, Mm -hmm. we'll do like a three-piece. We haven't decided. We might run backing tracks. How do you guys feel about backing tracks? I use a backing track in my band. Yeah. My, my opinion on on it is how sexy can you push the play button? Because it always drives me crazy when someone walks back to the computer, fumbles around, finds the Looks track, really yeah. drags it into the play area, and yeah. then they turn around to come back and play. But if you can figure out a way to like just be like, I didn't even notice that you pushed play. Yeah. You're pretty good at that, like sort of sexy DJing. I've seen you like s- spin and. Well, look. I mean, you r- you get to see behind the scenes here, so all my sexy moves here, where I'm leaning and like, <laughs> d- no one no one who's tuning in can see that. If only but they could us. see. It's they just it's, sexy. it's getting it's really steamy in here. Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Stop taking your clothes off, Stefan. That might have something to do with the hot and sweaty studio that we're currently in. I thought your uh, music video was extremely steamy. Uh, Which one? The, f- the future me one. I Thank you. I, I felt I felt steamy own. about that video. To yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's edgy and and it's got got a little violence, but it's also pretty set. Who's the who's the uh, the girl in the video? Myra Swat, who's actually a musician. And oh really? Uh, yeah, she's in a band called the Cliptones. Oh, and cool. uh, yeah, they play around locally and uh, do pretty well for themselves. And she's talented and was, yeah. was very fun to work with. Very easy to work with. Yeah, good actress. Obviously, you guys saw the video. It wasn't that hard to <laughs> <No>. pull off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the impetus for for that video? Like, what? Tell tell us. Get deep on it. Um, first of all, I've never used the word impetus. What was the? I don't really. I, what was the backstory? I'll come up with a more <laughs> academic word. <laughs> While you answer that yeah. question, I'll come up with a more obscure. I didn't take the SATs. We need like uh, a dictionary for each of us, so that when anybody drops some words, we're like just second. Yeah. Flip, flip, flip. Okay. Yeah. The backstory of that, I was, I was working with um, some really cool dudes in San Jose. They own a company called Redwall Studios, mm-hmm. and they're making they're making videos for, like, everybody right now. I mean, E-40 on down. It's, like, a lot of hip-hop stuff, but I kind of got in with them early, and um, mm-hmm. I really like Sonny at Redwall. He's the man, and so he kind of just helped me develop that. It was, you know, it's not, like, the deepest music video of all time. The song I feel like is kind of deep, but uh, the the video is a, a little bit, you know, just like classic boy girl drama, cool cars, yeah. fist yeah. fights, you know. I like the scene in the like the Seven Eleven thing, and you're like fighting a guy. Dude, we literally just walked into a liquor store. And we're like, hey, you think we could have a little roll really? in your? Yeah. So that's my buddy Kiko, who's a uh, 
martial arts coach and I was doing some training stuff with him at the time so just asked him if he'd roll with me to San Jose and do that scene yeah the liquor store was probably relieved that it was like a fake fight instead of the Finally. usual real <laughs> he's like I don't have to break this up it's just for a music video it's amazing yeah, yeah honestly <laughs> actually I kind of remember some weird shit going down that day like with somebody walking in trying to have some beef like it was a gonna weird part of San Jose yeah so maybe you're right hmm interesting I feel like I feel like we've written a new bio for him it's like I'm a singer songwriter that gets gritty when I need to in a 7-Eleven with yeah. some like romantic <laughs> uh, boy n- your normal boy girl kind shady of stuff part of Silicon it's Valley a, it's a little steamy but I think you're gonna like it check out our newest uh, <laughs> release yeah I'm, right. a, so I'm a self-described bro yeah I mean yeah. I'm from I am from Southern California do you do you pull your white socks up to your knees? Not anymore. Okay. Now I'm about the ankle socks these days. Oh yeah. I'll even throw on some Nikes occasionally. I'll say this: you don't you don't seem broy in the music or in the video. You're you're broyer in real life than you are. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you have a less bro. <laughs> you have a debroed facade. Mm, thank you. That's yeah. yeah, it's a lot of you know deprogramming. That's another yeah. big word, facade. Yeah, and I like that. No, right. I hang out there. Down. That's I not hang a out there. I'm, there. I'm down with okay. that. Oh, impotence. Impotence. Yeah, your impotent facade. <laughs> I think that word changed. I feel like it started with a different word. Now I can't remember. It's no, no, it's no. Really it was impotent. It was always impotent. Now I'm thinking about his impotence. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. It'll fucking happen. Kind of a kind of a bro-like impotence, if you will. Yeah. Thank you. Like a facade of. Is that a genre? Bro-like. Are we genre impotence? bending right now? Yeah, we're getting into some deep, deep subgenres. <laughs> yeah, it's under trap house. Yeah, we gotta figure trap house. F- Down figuring out below trap house. Yeah, broy impotence. Well, there's a whole um, <laughs> genre of comedy now. I think that is like bro comedy. Really? You guys ever? I mean, like Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Burt right. Kreischer, dudes that's true. like that. That's true. Guess well, what? that's Guess good. What? We need more white guys in comedy. Oh, <laughs> and podcasting. <laughs> yeah. And podcasting. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Cattle call. We should subsidize it. <laughs> I snorted. I, the whole time you guys have been talking, I've just been trying to think of all the subgenres of singer songwriter. Because, um, I mean, what used to be so- socks up to your knees singer songwriter is now ankle socks singer songwriter with Nikes. And mm. Right. I well, the thi- do I wouldn't do you still have a skateboard, though? I don't. No. I don't. I retired from skateboarding. Electric kick scooter. No, dude. No. Uh, no. I'm, working I'm right a here. old man at this point. I'm not trying to break nothing. I'm not trying to injure nothing. You, there's no workman's comp for musicians. I did the lamest thing on 4th of July. We went up and watched the fireworks on uh, Bernal Hill, and everybody was coming down the hill after having a couple of drinks, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite thrilled that I didn't slip, didn't fall, didn't hurt myself. And then we get to this really cool metal slide that's in the middle of Bernal Hill, and everybody's going down it, and I chose to use the stairs because I was like, I didn't get hurt yet, and I don't really like have the and money to go to the hospital. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Th- I, um, that's pretty hardcore <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing you talk about on rock and you roll radio. So metal. Dude, yeah. do you, so you want to know how much of a fucking wuss I am? The other day, I'm walking through the woods. I was in Seattle with a friend of mine. We're making some music. We're walking through the woods, and there's this branch laying across. Uh, it's probably like a 30 foot branch. And I said, let's see who can walk across this whole entire thing, balance across it. And then in my head, I was like, yeah, but you'll probably fall off and break an ankle. 
And then like I almost didn't do it. And then I was like, no, you got to man up and walk across the bridge. Oh, there's the bro voice. Wait, I didn't I didn't hear a change. I didn't hear it. Was the bro there, voice? Yeah, was there a change in his yeah, voice? Yeah, his tongue did a thing and then oh, it got yeah. deeper and uh, yeah, a yeah. little more L.I. Ah, uh, gotcha. Wall bottle. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, bro, you got to do it. Yeah, that might be the, the claw drink that he has. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got the claw over there. Who doesn't have the claw these <gasps> days? What flavor are you rocking? You got th- let's check it out. Bro. <laughs> natural lime. Oh. It's a good flavor. Yeah. It's better than unnatural. It's natural, yeah. The, uh, um, Harmless. The, uh, the, the bar that we do um, South by Southwest in, the Jackalope in Austin, they've been doing these great videos of uh, Jameson bottles smashing claw cans, and it's been, uh, it's been pleasant to me. I like that. Mm. Sorry, am I talking a lot? Can I... I think no, you're the guest. There's gotta be. (laughs) (laughs) There's gotta be a claw challenge. I've been trying to figure out what it is. The one thing I've come up with so far is you chug a white claw and then burp as loud as you can because they're super fizzy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there are some other ones like that. I don't know. Just for you to mull it now. No, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a thing yet. I can't just be like make it a thing. Start it. We didn't. We didn't. We're not paying him enough. You guys are gonna ask me to. It's like a beaver. You guys are gonna ask me to. Deep throat donuts in a second and then talk. Yeah, donuts? Uh, that's <laughs> Did I right. just blow the surprise? <laughs> right. Well, oh, I mean, great. you set it up. The, the gist, if we're telling backstories, there's there's a challenge out there for all of the balanced breakfast bands oh, yeah. to take a bite of a donut, say your band name, take yeah. another bite of your donut, yeah. say your band name, do it until like the donut's gone and see how many times you can say your band name. There's no swallowing in this situation, so there's no burps. Oh, all right. It's all in your mouth. So you're I supposed see. to you're supposed to talk while the donut is. Yeah, it's not, you're it's not the classiest the thing that's ever happened, but it oh. is fun. Have you gotten Sam to do this yet? I mean, he, I, I, th- there's there's rumors that it could happen tonight. Oh really? I did bring donuts. <laughs> yeah, so it's. I mean, probably. I mean, maybe some some play some songs then eat donuts or like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he could sing with a donut. Sing with mouth. a donut. True. That would change the genre. It's a whole new challenge. Uh, yet another donut. subgenre. Under yeah. Crop house. All right, you guys talk to my manager and then uh, I'll see if I could do that. How 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 quick is she to respond on uh, social media? Depends on what it is. Yeah. I feel like you guys talk to my manager as a way of saying it's never going to happen. <laughs> she advised me. I don't even have. <laughs> a, I don't even have a manager. I just want. I just want to not answer that oh, question. Clever. I'm just kidding. I totally have a manager named. Cheryl, she's dope. She is. She responds really quickly on social media and is very detailed in her requests, and it's quite nice. (laughs) All right, plug for Cheryl. I mean, Cheryl. I mean, uh, I mean, as someone who deals with lots of bands, and bands can be so um, (laughs) delayed in their responses or like Mm -hmm. uh, so gray area in their like, oh yeah, we'll do this and this and this. Non-committal. Yeah. Yeah. So she speaks for him very well. Well, uh, it's also just hard to to manage manage yourself and like get back to everything and i mean for me i do this thing i call glance reading it's not even really reading it's just like a message will come in and i'll just be like got mm. the gist all right and then yeah. i'll miss a ton of stuff and, and i won't answer I all the, all the things you. you're supposed to respond to so yeah having somebody that's like thorough and responsible is good that's yeah. a good music industry question how many if we're going on facebook likes or follows however you want to say that how many before you needed a manager? Mm. <laughs> I needed a manager since I was like five. <laughs> uh, after you left your parents' house, <laughs> and five years five years after old. MySpace, uh, and yeah, somewhere in the middle of Facebook, uh, Instagram kicks in, and you're like, I've got 4,000 followers. I need a manager. Nah, nah it's not like that. I mean, 
I'm always kind of of the mindset of like, I just want to do everything myself. And, um, you know, I've, I guess I have like commitment issues to a degree. So it's hard to let somebody into something that you've been building on your own. Mm. But at, uh, at certain points you just kind of have to look at, uh, what's going on and, and, and make the decision to trust people. Yeah. I guess. How long did it take you to trust, uh, Cheryl? Oh man! What's the story like, what, there? was there What's a point the where you were like, "Are right. get into this?" Yeah, um, it's either this or your dating life. So you choose. You don't want a professional either, right? dating. <laughs> professional dating. Um, so yeah, I met Cheryl like six or seven years ago. I just like some super small gig, and um, she's a real like a super music fan. Super like you are you guys super fans or like like she's a super music fan? And there's yeah. a lot of people like that are just like real big fans of stuff. Um. She's texting me right now. I just flipped my phone over. So, uh, <laughs> you did, did you do the All glance the thing? She's like, here. please stop nice. talking yeah. about me. Yeah. Surely you did this the glance thing. This is not the point like of your interview. Got the details. <laughs> anyway, so we just got in touch, and then she hit me with this email one day. I believe. I could be wrong. She hit me with this email. And it was like, here is an organized spreadsheet of all the places you should contact to get other gigs. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what? I don't know how to use Excel. I, I still don't know how to use Excel. And uh, I was, I, and in my head at the time, it just kind of clicked. I was like, well, here's a very highly organized person that's obviously motivated, that obviously loves music. So we kind of uh, dabbled in that and then over the years became friends. And then I have worked on many projects together and then uh, – you know, I guess things just develop. It's a weird, you know, management is a, is a weird thing. Yeah. You guys, uh, you have Amazon Prime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. <laughs> you Great have? show. Great show. Fantastic show, right? Both of them laughed at you, and I was like, yeah, that's good. It's a I have never show. heard of it. I was just laughing at it's the name. Real, it's super good. Yeah. yeah Stand-up comedy. Yeah, it's like, I think it's the 1950s. It yeah. sounds about right. Right, and mm-hmm. it's a, you know, female lead, and she becomes a, uh, professional stand-up comedian and it kind of chronicles her journey and mm-hmm. and her relationship with her manager and you know that that whole thing she's from mad tv is she yeah she's originally from mad tv the, the manager was oh, wait what's manager. her name uh, this was like a i don't know the manager's name uh. but one of the you know <laughs> so that's interesting so stand-up comedy was there anything besides music you ever wanted to do like when you were a kid what was your first thing that you wanted to do the first thing I was ever in love with was surfing. Oh, that's so L.A. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, I was obsessed. <laughs> You're welcome. I was obsessed with surfing. So obsessed. you want to be like a pro surfer? I I didn't. I don't think I ever had that idea. I was just like very very into surfing. I I didn't really even ever think about music until mm-hmm. like kind of later on too. But uh, I was very into surfing and and mm-hmm. um, I started getting mediocre. And then uh, Started one day a huge swell came in. It was El Nino back uh, in the day. Yeah. And uh, I'd just gotten finished reading a book about Mavericks and big wave surfers. And I decided, like, this is the time to go out there. Yeah. And that pretty much ruined my surfing career because after that I discovered the ocean is scary. Yeah, yeah super hot. Unforgiving. Yeah. I was such a poser growing up. I had, like, trans world skateboarding, trans world uh, uh, snowboarding. You can't even say trans surfing. world these days. Yeah. Well, the, but then, but then the the and I d- wasn't doing any of them. I was just looking at the pictures and being, oh my gosh, surfers, that's so cool. Snowboarding, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Skateboarding, so that's so cool. And then I started skateboarding. I broke my thumb, got stitches in my chin, like oh, bumps yeah, and bruises. Yeah. I'm like, so it turns out I really like the magazines and not yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> yeah. changed everything for me. Exactly. <laughs> pro yeah. Skater, classic. I feel like a lot of people just like like the surf fashion and like yeah. you know yeah. Oh yeah, if you didn't have Hurley. 
in my yeah. school, you weren't shit. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be wearing early. <laughs> so when was it? When was it finally music for you? Like when did when did you start thinking about it seriously? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, I guess I was in a band in high school that uh, was in my memory uh, kind of like doing well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first positive response to music I had had, really. Were you the lead singer? I was the singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that dream kind of carried with me, and then I decided that it was not feasible, and uh, I was still in bands and stuff like that, and it was kind of like, I would take it super seriously. Like, I was always very into writing. It was, it was kind of just what I always did. And then I didn't really uh, get serious about it, even though I thought I was, and then one day my uncle was like hey what are you doing with your life <laughs> uh, <laughs> classic like, uncle question i was like uh they you ask know, the questions dad i got yeah. a band and i'm in yeah. a j- i got a job and i'm in a band get some hurley gear <laughs> and he's i'm like, doing great he's like maybe you want to consider doing something seriously <laughs> and i was like harsh i was like okay harsh. and he's like so what do you want to do and i was like i have no idea mm. and he was like all right <laughs> Pretend I have a gun to your head. <laughs> hey, that's similar to your question. It's like a variation. I mean, it's elevator. Four story elevator, gun to the gun. head. In an yeah, <laughs> I guess I've gotten soft in San Francisco. Yeah. I grew, I grew up somewhere that had guns, and that would have been the question that like we would have asked. But If somebody was about to shoot you, yeah, San Francisco how would you made pitch me your music? <laughs> I mean, you can't buy guns in the city, so it's like, who's got this gun? Hmm. Well, this was in a different city. Right, where you can buy so guns. So it's feasible, yeah. Yeah. What, sh- what, what city? Alameda. Uh, do they sell guns in Alameda? I don't think they do. Some people are, <laughs> people are getting them in on the bridge and tunnels, though. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, gun to your head, what are you going to do? And I was mm. like, uh, music. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, you better get on it then, boy. But so, like, how did you know, like, it sounds like you didn't, like, train <coughs> musically or anything. You just started singing in a band. Like, how did you even know you were good and that, you know, was just crowd reaction or, like? Um, I wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so, see. like, I I thought I was, though. I thought I was cool. So how'd you get good, then? That's a good start. Um, I got good from street performing. Oh, mm. interesting. And I would argue I'm still getting good to this By day. By yourself? So. Yeah. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. go out with a guitar or something? Yeah, that was the scariest yeah. thing I ever did. Wow. That was terrifying. What was the first time like? I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. I don't want to tell you. Why'd you, why'd you decide to street perform? Was it just like to get yourself in front and get your music in front of more people? Yeah, well, it was my uncle's idea. Yeah. Oh, really? He's like, well, the thing is, if you're going to be a musician, you have to play every day and you got to start performing in front of people and, you know, getting an audience. And it's going to be really hard to book yourself five days a week if you're nothing yeah and so uh he came up with the idea of street performing and i yeah. enrolled in this st- there's a street performers program in san francisco you gotta get a there's license a street performance you gotta get a license so you gotta have insurance wow so those like those guys in the bar station are like licensed uh, no not there that's that's not that same thing but like if you go to fisherman's wharf that's all okay. licensed oh yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. i guess that i guess that checks out how much is insurance <laughs> it's like 300 dollars a year Jeez. something like that mm-hmm. yeah well, you got to spend money to make money. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and I I mean, yeah, so that's how – so I started doing that. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. I w- I've never told anybody this before. Exclusive. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Are you recording? The first time yes. I street performed, I try to pretend like I might be possibly homeless. 
like I didn't wear super nice clothes or anything like that. Uh Like I tried to be like, you know, like I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I didn't know how I was supposed to look. Also, I don't even think I had a microphone or anything like that. I think I was just like an acoustic guitar and like a pot for money. And Mm -hmm. like, and so like I wore like scroungy clothes and shit like that. But then eventually I realized that the, the idea is to make yourself awesome. Yeah. And then for people to be like, oh, you're cool. So was the was the homeless act just to like sort of not stand out too much and that just was just blend th- in? That with was just me being scared and did, I didn't know what to do or yeah. how to handle yeah. that or like what people's perception of me might be. <laughs> so so let me ask you this: like when you cleaned up and w- weren't acting homeless anymore, did you make more <laughs> money or less money All right, I'll tell you. or the same amount of money? No, yeah, I, how I, did I, the pot? So, so the so the <laughs> first time. I went out. I made like twelve dollars uh-huh. when I when I was like I I'm like quasi homeless guy. Yeah, that's right? candy money. <laughs> I was like, hey, at least I can get the the boat the ferry ticket back to Alameda. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next time I went out, I kind of got my shit together a little bit more, and I had an amp, and I was using some some playback machine, actually a CD player. <laughs> and then uh, I made playback six I made machine. sixty bucks in three days hey. in three hours. I made sixty dollars in three hours. Nice. Wow. And I was like, dude, that's how much I was making at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And uh Yeah. And then so eventually I was like, I bet you I can make a hundred bucks and then I started making a hundred bucks very regularly yeah. and I was like I bet you I make 200 bucks and so like yeah. you know six months goes by and now I'm clearing 200 bucks every day for you know pretty regularly and selling CDs. Yeah. And then one day out of the blue I sold out of CDs and made like $450 in an hour. Dang. And I nearly had a panic attack. I was like, people like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was yeah, yeah. so, it was so surreal. And then I really hit the street performing super hard. And, um, wow. and that was like good for development and then, uh, good for meeting people. I'm still friends with a lot of people that I met through street performing to this day. And Is that it was like co-performers and, uh, or just like random? No, not really that. Although I knew, do, I just don't know a couple of those guys, but, uh, no people I'm talking like yeah. fans, yeah. you know, people that support me. Yeah. So would they start like showing up to where you would be, you know, to like see you again. Occasionally. Again? Yep. Yeah. You have some repeat people and awesome. then, you know, people that follow you on Facebook or answer your emails mm-hmm. and write to you. And what was your favorite place to busk? I mean, Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah. I, that's where I would go. There's yeah. a couple spots down there. Pier 39, I eventually, that's like the coveted spot, Pier mm-hmm. 39. Somebody's got to die for you to get into Pier 39. Mm. And uh, I somehow got hooked Is up. Is Cheryl that. calling you? No, man. <laughs> Cheryl. <laughs> the, um, from, from Buskington now, either how do you measure how many songs you have or how many albums you have or how, do, how are you measuring what's released? How am I measuring? Yeah, like okay, so you, you if you were trying to measure the amount of stuff you've created over the last years, do you re- do you do you measure it in the amount of recorded songs, the amount of written songs? Like, how do you measure your success from then to now? Kilograms. Yeah, I I, I I'm trying to think if that's European measurement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know what a kilogram is. Um, I don't I don't generally think about that. I think I've released three EPs and then probably enough singles for another EP or album. And then, I mean, that's not a ton, but I've written quite a bit more. Just the the process of recording, since I'm not an engineer, I'm not a producer, has been, you know, it's tough to get get that cracking. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the newest thing that you've uh, released? I had a song come out a couple weeks ago called 21. 21. Yeah. yeah, you heard that one? Mm-hmm. That's a smooth groove. Smooth groove? Yeah, All right. Sexy. Appreciate it. Is that just a sex song? You can be honest with me. It's not. It's a sexy song. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, sure I, can't, I can't get away with just doing full-blown sex songs no? at this point. No. I can't go full John Mayer on it. Just <laughs> your body is a wonderland shit. Oh, damn, that is a sex song. You're right. Yeah. No, I guess if, you, if you'd be all sweet like that, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just couch it in romance, but really it's you know just it's it's just about good old fashioned fucking but how, much, but how much more of that song? How much more of that song do you know besides "Use My Hands"? Like, body just Nothing. over and over. My body is wonderland. No, that's all I know. Is over and over. I mean, like, those are the songs I get stuck in my head, and I'm like, do I need to know more? Do people ever compare you that to that that kind of like? I get John Mayer and Dave Matthews is the most often comparison, which is like, if you if we're about to, are we going to listen to this recording at some point? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I, I mean I may or may not have it queued up. I may have known the answer to my question, but I was trying to set you up you for it. Sneaky mother. I may have already had it queued, but mm-hmm. I was, you know. Whereas I was playing. like an excited fanboy, so I said <laughs> twenty one <laughs> like, Oh my god, we're gonna play this song. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than oh we have uh Sam what's his last name? <laughs> Sam Smith Plankton Johnston. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so I mean, I get it, especially <coughs> a lot of times when I perform, I perform by myself. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got a, the worst allergies of all time. Mm. Are you uh, allergic to humans? Just a few. Yeah, cool. He's allergic to amateur radio shows. Yeah. Yeah. God dang! <laughs> L- luckily, he's on our show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll clear it right up. Right up. <laughs> okay, um, let's get to the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should play that bad boy. Uh, how would you cue up this song? How would you? How would like you're you're about to like? That's a sexy end of summer jam. Mm. You're about that's to listen that's all, to, that's all I need to say. There's more to it than that, but jam. you gotta ask me in person. Let if the you song know. speak for itself.
Cool. And that was uh, that was 21 by Sam Johnson. So we're here with Sam Johnson. He's uh, playing our Balance Breakfast Festival coming up and at Amnesia in the Mission, San Francisco. Um, Sam's headlining on the 19th, which is a Thursday night. Headlining, right? Yep. Yeah. And check, uh, check. Sam, you're uh, you're gonna play something live for us now. Yes, sir. Give us a live treat. Tell us about the song you're gonna this play. It's my ode to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's called The City. I couldn't think of a better title. Mm, We'll come back to the city. Mm, It's where you belong. Come back to the city. You know. It's home, we all want you back Fact, believe me, I asked every citizen To get your butt back to the city Oh, it's where you belong Another foggy day in San Francisco It seems like you left, took the sunshine with you Not fair, you should be here We miss you from Japantown down to the pier Sunsets and the sunset aren't the same Oranges and reds have all gone gray Hello bros took strolls off the Golden Gate Well I need you back right away We'll come back to the city mm-hmm. Where well, you belong, come back to the city you know it's home we all want you back fact believe me i asked every citizen to get your butt back to the the city where you belong the kids in the marina are still getting wasted hippies on hate street are still getting faded dudes in the castro are still getting naked in public but let's save the judgment well all i'm trying to say is i'm missing our days in the park and our nights in the mission you're breaking our hearts if you stop and listen you hear the pain of ladies cry we'll come back to the city mm-hmm. where you belong come back to the city you know, it's home, we all want you back, fact, believe me, I asked every citizen, so get your butt back to the city, where you belong, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you need a change of pace. You go looking for yourself in another place, and you find that all alone. Well, there was no place like home. Yes, I know you miss the city life. Lights at night, and they're gonna shine like crazy. Come on. Oh, when you come home, come back to the city. Oh, when you belong, come back to the city. You know it's home, we all want you back Fact, we voted it passed Better get your butt on the next bus Back to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the Well come back to the city It's where you belong, yeah, 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 yeah Nice, yeah, that's catchy as fuck Thank you So we're kind of getting so that I feel like we're getting sort of like the old. This is like the old school Sam because this is like you're busking. This is like you by yourself. Is it was it like a hard adjustment to go from this sound, this like acoustic intimate thing, to like your full band thing? Like was that jarring at There's first? There's definitely a transition there, and we're gonna have to do some rehearsing 
uh, we're, we're going to be doing a lot of rehearsing and hopefully a lot of gigs between now and February because yeah. I just uh, I just got invited to perform with the band Train. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. That's pretty sweet. On they have a, they have a cruise that they charter every year, so it's Train and Matt oh, Nathanson oh, cool. and Alan Stone and the dude from Sugar Ray and tons of people. Uh, nice. It's called Sail Across the Sun. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to go perform with those guys. And we're bringing the whole band out there. And most of my gigs are solo. So it's going to be a lot of performing and rehearsing uh, yeah. from now until then. Awesome. Well, Thank congratulations. You, now, you, now the name Sail Across the Sun makes more sense. Because <laughs> train? Because it's a boat. Oh, because <laughs> it's a boat. <laughs> yeah, they should have chartered a train. I don't know what was with the boat. Yeah. yeah. They probably I'd would. Way they probably hate that <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> if you like, if you came up to them and said like, "Oh, you should have should have been a train," they'd probably be like, "You're kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not playing. Here's a life. You're not playing luck, with us yeah. anymore." <laughs> cool. What's next? You want another song? Oh yeah, I want more. Okay, dog. We're all right to want, right? Okay. I think you just said you watched the music video for this next song, yeah. Future Me. Oh yeah, yeah. This is my favorite. <laughs> future me looks like you're doing all right the old school with the top down it's a beautiful life dear future me i know it took a long time but you're sitting at the top now can you tell me what it's like yeah when it all went down when it all went down Stood there like a man You didn't try to run from it You didn't try to run When it all went down When it all went down You got back up and brushed the dirt off you Wish that I could have a word with you And if I live to read this letter I'll tear it open and remember How far We've come, it almost took your ass forever But you finally got your shit together Well, you finally got a dear future me Do you remember that night? Too much to drink When we got in that fight We gave you two chip teeth I apologize But you should learn to keep your hands up Or at least thank 